is another sports presentation of Platte River Radio. PlatteRiverPreps.com presents high school basketball. Dribbles all the way down to the baseline, and the bounce pass is going to be intercepted. Amherst forces yet another turnover, and on the run here is going to be Adelung. Adelung runs, floats, and scores. And the rebound brought down by St. Cecilia. Into the front court with it. Farmer finds Seeley. Back door wide open. Easy bucket. Nice pass by Grant Farmer. Today, it's live coverage of the ninth annual Heartland Hoops Classic from Grand Island. Rowiter goes back and Thomas knocked away. Cleveland makes the steal. First turnover of the game. Cleveland all the way to the other end. Throws it off the glass and got whacked on the arm. A chance at a three-point play. Some of the state's best high school basketball teams are paired against each other in today's ninth annual Heartland Hoops Classic. The action culminates in Nebraska's top team, Omaha South, battling Oberlin, a top team in Colorado. All the excitement is coming up next, but first the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to the Heartland Event Center in Green Island right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Good morning, everyone. Welcome for a little breakfast and basketball here at the Heartland Hoops Classic. As we're all set and ready to get underway here is Bruning Davenport Shickley taking on Amherst. And the tip is underway, so really no new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll get caught up with that. I'm Randy Bushcutter. Kind enough to join us here is Scott Steinbrook as uh, he'll be our color guy. And we'll check the lineups here in just a moment. Amherst first offensive possession. They work the ball down low here for Ty Hadwiger. Hadwiger shots no good. And BDS with the rebound. Good morning, Scott. Hey, Randy. Thanks for the invite today. I'm looking forward to a good day of hoops here. This will be a fun game here because I think the, the tone of the game is going to be set by the, the flow of the two teams. BDS wants to slow it down a little bit. Amherst wants to run and gun. Quick jumper here for BDS. Rebound here for Amherst. And on the run here is going to be Adelung. Adelung takes it left side. Man-to-man looks like right now for BDS. Jumper on the left side for the Broncos. No good. And another BDS rebound, and here they come. And again, they're going to go a little bit slower as uh, Techmeyer will bring it up. He's the guy to look, watch out for here. He enters it down low for Sam Rohr, Stuart Rohr, and Rohr shot no good, but there's a foul. So nice entry pass. They looked uh, to get the ball inside here for BDS. They're a little bit uh, larger. We thought maybe this might be the matchup down to Lincoln for the state football finals, but... Uh, Burwell had something to say about that. I think tempo is the key for both these teams. I think BDS wants to play a little slower pace. Amherst, like you said, is going to try to crank it up a little bit. And Cale Kinesmith with a nice little runner in the lane. He's got the shot. And, of course, Amherst answers right back. They get the ball down low, but the shot will not fall here for Trey Tobenheim. And it's rebounded again here for BDS. So Amherst has uh, had some pretty good looks. Can't get a shot to fall here in the early, in the early stages. And Techmeyer will bring it in the offensive end. He's setting up the offense. He's picked up there man-to-man by Heidwiger. And we'll get you the starting lineups and do the things we normally would have done if we would have had a game start at 9.05 versus 9 o'clock. On the baseline, quick low runner, and it's good for uh, Kleinschmidt. And Kleinschmidt has all four points here for BDS, and very quickly here comes uh, 
Adelong, Adelong on the left side, gets the body contact, puts it on the rim. It doesn't fall, but he'll head to the free throw line. He's one of the better shooters here for uh, Amherst. He's about an 80% free throw shooter. So that's a big part of his game. Real quick, let's give you our starting. Well, they're going to say he committed the offensive foul. That is not the call I had. <laughs> From where I'm sitting, Randy, I was a little confused there as well. I was, I was following you, and next thing you know, uh, BDS is inbound on the ball. And they, uh, the basketball gods leveled that one out a little bit. A pass a little bit too far here for BDS. They all turn it over. I think there's a lot of confusion on that one right there from uh, the media guys and the fans alike. I think everybody's looking around. They called an offensive uh, player control foul there on Adelong, and I'm really surprised by that. If they said it that way, that might shut off the uh, offensive power power here for Amherst. They like to drive. They also shoot the three, and this one is up and good for Braden Eckhout. So Braden gets things going. His first three-pointer of the game, that won't be the last Three-point attempt we see from him, that's for sure. Still surprised by that call earlier. I can't get over it. <laughs> Techmeyer gave it away on that right side, gets it back, and uh, picking him up defensively will be Bradenek out. As we said, we'll give you the starters here when we get an opportunity. Dribbling between the legs here, Techmeyer. They throw it off on the right side, backdoor cut, Techmeyer, but Eck out right there. Puts pressure on, and still he's able to squeak in underneath. That's a nice pivot there by Riley Techmeyer. And quickly in transition, the jumper here for Amherst. Shot won't fall here for Ty Hadwiger, and we're going to have a foul in underneath. And we'll check to see who they actually call it on. It will be on Trey Tobenheim. This has not gone the way that uh, Amherst would like in terms of some of these foul calls. You never know what you're going to get at uh, at a 9 a.m. morning game like this. Sometimes at the state tournament, you see the pace of the game struggle a little bit, kind of kids getting their legs underneath them, kind of looks that way for both teams here. So jumper on the baseline, no good. Rebounded by Braden Eckout. Eckout's going to lead the break, gives it up ahead here for his brother Holden, and Holden lays it off the glass and in. And that's what Amherst does so well. They run the floor extremely well. Before you get your offense set up, they might have a pretty good three-point opportunity, and they force a BDS turnover here. As Hobbenheim will give it out to Eckout. Eckout for three. That's going to be no good, a little bit short. And a rebound out for Kleinschmidt. And one of the things that's different about this, the, the uh, baskets are a long ways away from a wall. So depth perception is always a little suspect early on. I don't know if that's the factor on that uh, shot or not, but it does tend to come into play. Driving the baseline here is going to be Sam Christensen. Christensen. He'll head to the line. He was hit on the arm. And it gives us an opportunity to actually give you our, our starting lineups. We'll begin, first of all, for Bruning Davenport-Shickley, Kale Kleinschmidt, Riley Techmeyer, Cody Garland, Sam Christensen, and Stuart Rohr for head coach Fred Cluck. And for the Broncos, it'll be uh, Trevor Adelong, a 5'9 junior, Holden Eckout, 6'1", and a sophomore, Trey Tommenheim, a 5'11 senior, Braden Eckout, 6-foot-tall senior, and Ty Hadwiger, a 6'2 senior for head coach Bill Giffen. Your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Second free throw up and uh, will uh, roll around and in here for BDS. That's Sam Christensen as Christensen is able to hit one out of two. So at least got one thing taken care of before the game <laughs> we needed to get done. Tobenheim on the baseline. He's going to wrap it around. Eckout has it. And that'll be a turnover here on Amherst. They've turned the ball over as much as they've forced turnovers, and that's unusual for them. Riley Techmeyer, top of the circle, will work here against Call. Shot off the iron, no good. Rebound tipped out. It's off BDS's hands. Can it be saved? It is, but into the hands 
of Bray Neckout. He'll get it up to Adelong, and Adelong will lay it in. Well, you tried to save it, BDS did, and a good athletic play there by Amherst to come up with the basketball and the quick outlet here for Adelong, and we've tied things up at seven. We're still very early on here as Techmeyer will take it right side. Left wing will give it to Garland. Garland's going to fire a three. That's no good. I think it's off the Broncos and out of bounds. And I still haven't seen an indication. They've said black, so it will be Shickley basketball here. Bruning Davenport Shickley. Number two in the state in class D1. Amherst number three in C2. Ball inbounded here for Roar. Roar, not one of their major scoring threats. He's picked up by Adelung. Broncos going man-to-man. And they lose the basketball coming up with it as Eckhout. And he's faster than everybody. Braden Eckhout's going to run the lane and put it off the glass and in. Braden Eckhout with a strong drive after forcing the BDS turnover. And for the first time, Amherst has the lead now, 9-7. to Off of a ball screen, is going to take it right side. Now takes it in the lane, stops at the elbow. They'll work it around the perimeter. They're looking to the inside with about right now is Noel Gines. Gines will put up a three that's an air ball and goes out of bounds. That's really not BDS's game. You can tell the last couple of possessions they've tried to get it inside to the big fellow there, but Amherst doing a nice job of getting around in front in the post and providing a little ball pressure to prevent that ball from getting inside. And I think that's one thing Amherst can do is they can make you play a style of game that you don't want to play. They can speed, up, speed you up even when you've got the basketball. Yeah, this being the first time I've seen Amherst, you can already tell that, uh, that tempo's a big part of their game, as is ball pressure and getting those steals in transition. So drive here in the lane. We're going to have a little hand check foul as Ty Hadwiger had it and was fouled. So foul here is going to be on Guinness. Spelled Gines. I didn't have a chance to check the name. It's worth a shot. Yeah. No guy. Guinness with the foul. And the ball inbounded here for the Broncos. Off of his screen, there's Adelong. He could have fired a three. He'll give it right side for Eckout. Eckout's three. Hit the front of the rim. Went up high and in. And Braden Eckout, great shooters. Touch, out, touch there. And Eckout with the uh, jumper now has eight in the game. It's 12-7, to seven, a five-point lead here for Amherst. Kick into the corner. Here's a three-pointer for Norder. Norder's three is going to be no good. And rebound ripped out by Peyton Call. They'll hand it off here for Eckout. Gives it to Adelong. Adelong will get a screen if he wants it. He doesn't use it, but he'll dribble to the right side. Where he's picked up by Techmeyer. Looking inside for holding Eckout. Gives it to Braden, top of the circle. Braden with the dribble. Gives it right wing. Here's the jumper over there, and it's up and in for Ty Hadwiger. So Hadwiger strokes in the three, his first points of the game, and an eight-point lead right now for Amherst. They begin to kind of assert themselves. Took them a while to get their offense going, but now they're playing with the rhythm that they're used to. Yeah, they definitely are starting to look a little more comfortable offensively here the last couple minutes. Jumper on the baseline. That one rolls around no good. Bruni Davenport Shickley with the rebound. And we're going to have a foul here on the Broncos. Kendall Dixon pulled down the rebound after the uh, miss. And then he was trying to go right back up with it. Hit on the arm by Holden Eckout. And that'll be his first foul. So Holden Eckout's first foul of the game. And that's one thing that will happen here at Amherst. They play such a, a, a fast pace here that they will get themselves in a little bit of foul trouble. So the first free throw was uh, up and good here for Kendall Dixon. And the second one also is good. 
So he's got his first two points of the game. And Adelong, as slow as they play here, will drive. Kicks it out here for Hadwiger. And Hadwiger, another nice look at the three. That one won't fall. And it's going to be rebounded by BDS. So they'll kick it here left side. Might have got away with a walk. On the dribble is uh, going to be Norder. Quick little jumper up and good. Nice ball movement. They, they, they share the ball very well because they passed out to Kleinschmidt, set him up for an easy bucket. And in transition, here's Brayton Eckout. Eckout was stroke in. A quick little drive. And it's now 17 to 11. We've got 24 seconds to go. Tell you what, this is a good first quarter for Braden Eckout. <laughs> He's a heck of a player. He's a heck of an athlete. Yeah. I think he'd be, he'd be probably pretty good at a game of tiddlywinks, and I don't even know how they play tiddlywinks. <laughs> Techmeyer working against Eckout. There's a lot of athletic ability there, and Eckout knocks the ball loose. Adelone comes up with it. Adelone's going to stop. He's going to pivot. He's going to take it off the iron. Shot no good. Rebounded at the buzzer. The steal does not turn in the points here for Amherst, but a good quarter for the Broncos. They lead breeding Davenport Shickley 17 to 11. We'll be back with the second quarter after this timeout. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belchner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. It'll be the Eagles basketball to start the second quarter, and uh, we were absent. Our New Tech Seed pregame show, normally proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. New Tech is your yield leader. Contact a New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark with Cutting Edge Seed. And the chemical, Randy Bushcutter here with Scott Steinbrook. And Klein Schmidt will penetrate here a little bit for the Eagles. Kicks it off on the right side. And dribbling here is going to be Techmeyer. Techmeyer on the dribble. Loses it. Adelong with the steal. Adelong going to go in for the layup. It's contested. Takes it off the iron. It's good. Well, they hustle back there. But Trevor Adelong able to force the turnover. And it's now an eight-point Amherst lead. 19-11. to 11. We'll have all the games for the Heartland Hoops Classic, all eight of them today on our network of stations. We'll talk more about that when we get a chance. On the baseline, Roar. He's going to kick it out. Here's the three-pointer on the right side. Going to be well short here for Garland. Rebounded by Eckhout. And uh, Braden will give it off right side. And Holden gets the third pass there. And Holden lays it off the glass and in. And a timeout being taken here by the Eagles. The Amherst fans making a lot of noise here at the Heartland Hoops Classic. They lead it 21-11, to 7-1 to go here in the second quarter. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We'll be back to Grand Island after this. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. 
tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed Randy dealer. Brisker, Scott Steinbrook here with you from the Heartland Hoops Classic. And Coach, you were saying that uh, good timeout probably for BDS. Yeah, they definitely needed it. Amherst is kind of on the verge here of really stretching this thing out. BDS needs a couple of good offensive possessions here and maybe a stop or two because right now Amherst is kind of having their way with them. Klein Schmidt playing catch with Christensen off the top of the circle. They get the ball off the Garland left side. Back into the corner here for Christensen. And now trying to back in here is going to be Klein Schmidt. Klein Schmidt to Christensen. He dribbles. And boy, they really move the ball. Tobenheim shot him off. And then they try to throw it down low to the big man, Stuart Rohr. And that'll be another BDS turnover. They're trying to get it in. But Amherst, again, just doing a great job pressuring the ball and not letting it get inside in the paint. 21 to 10. The Broncos up. Excuse me, 21 to 11. They're up by 10. And number 10, Adelong with the dribble. They clear the lane for him. He's just very quick. Goes in with that left hand, lays it off the glass and in. So Adelong with six. Brayton Eckhout has 10 here in the first 10 minutes of the action. Garland gives the top of the circle for Christensen. Bruning Davenport Shickley now finally gets the ball down low, and they lose the basketball as it's blocked out of there. Adelong comes up with it. And uh, they're slowed down a little bit. Great neck out. We'll get the ball off here right side for Tobenheim. Tobenheim skips it out over there for Peyton Call. Call loses the basketball. Had it tipped from behind there. As uh, the Eagles got a hand on it. And coming up with it here is going to be Techmeyer. Techmeyer, he loses the basketball, but it was last touched by the Broncos. It's always a fun event here. They'll fill this place by the end of the day. And really, this is one of the games I'm most looking forward to throughout the course of the day. Uh, as you just like to see Hammers getting pushed. It's great for these teams that maybe have state tournament aspirations to kind of get a feel for a big arena-type setting for basketball. And a big shot there for Cody Garland. Garland got it on the uh, left wing, drained the three-pointer to cut the lead down to 23-14. to Amherst still up by nine. And on the baseline, Tobenheim is going to kick at top of the circle here for Bradenek out. Adelong has it left wing. We'll uh, enter it in for Hadwiger. And Hadwiger will dribble out to beyond the arc. And kick it out here for Tobenheim. Back out to Hadwiger. Hadwiger lost it momentarily. We'll hold it off here for Hold the Neck out. And Bill Giffen's going to call a timeout. 5.06 to go here in the second quarter. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. The Broncos take it, leading it 23 to 14. Not happy with how they, you know, they, they, they've actually taken 10 seconds on offense there. They probably weren't. Uh, not used to being able to do that. So. Yeah, that possession was a little clunkier there. You know, their last several possessions have been pretty smooth, free-flowing transition. Just didn't look, you know, didn't look uh, maybe what they what they liked, what they saw there. Took a quick timeout, kind of reset things, and uh, get something coming out of the break here. I was able to talk to Coach Giffen after they won the Four County Conference tournament, and I said, normally you don't necessarily like a team that takes a shot on average about every 12 seconds or so because you don't get a good look. Well, they pass the ball so well and move so well that they usually get a very good look at this very fast pace that they play. Yeah, even made or missed field goal. I mean, they're pushing the ball hard in transition. That's been pretty impressive here the first quarter and a half. Great neck out to inbound, and uh, they'll get it to Holden. Hands off for Adelong. Adelong on that left elbow, about a 15-foot jumper. Good look at it. It's no good, though, and rebounded by BDS. Rooting Davenport Shickley, one of the better teams in class D1. Of course, this year Amherst is in C2. They went to the D1 tournament last year, and uh, BDS just throws the ball away. Turnover starting to pile up a little bit for BDS right now. Amherst forcing uh, forcing the action here. 
Rooting Davenport Chickley, number two in Class D1, while Amherst is number three in C2. We'll see the number two team here, number one and number two teams here later in the Heartland Hoops Classic. St. Cecilia, number one, Winnebago, number two. Right wing with the basketball, Hadwiger. Hadwiger gets it inside, and they're going to call Braden Eckhout. Eckhout's feet are so fast that maybe sometimes they uh, get away from him a little bit. I'll tell you what, he's a heck of an athlete. He, you could put him any jersey, any class in the state, in any sport, he'd probably, uh, probably fare pretty well. He'd do pretty darn well. That Tobenheim guy can throw the football, too, pretty well. He'd be heading to Hastings College, and I'm sure we'll see a lot of tight spirals coming off of his hand over the next few years. In the lane, driving here is going to be Klein Schmidt. Klein Schmidt puts up the shot. I think it uh, was last touched by Amherst. Yes, it was. It was partially deflected. So shot blocked, and basketball belongs here to BDS. Eagles avenge one of their losses last night to uh, High Plains. Jumper in the lane, no good. Rebound taken out by Peyton Call. And, of course, the Broncos want to run after that. They'll kick it out the call. Call gets it inside for Holden Eckhout, and the entry pass down low, there's a foul. And that did save a point because at point-blank range like that, Holden Eckhout's going to score 99% of the time. Yeah, not a bad foul there. That's, that's an easy two, but they gave the foul, and now the four Sammers take the ball out of bounds under the hoop. So the uh, foul is uh, going to be on Roar, and it was before the shot. So Amherst inbounds. It's about as slow as they'll play right now. Looking on the half-court set, they get it to Eckhout. Eckhout trying to get it into Holden, and the loose ball's tipped out. Braden comes up with it. He'll bring it to Tobenheim. Tobenheim penetrates, gives it to Holden, who comes in on a great flash on the baseline, and Eckhout lays it in. Great no-look pass there by Tobenheim. These guys have played together so long, they know where they're all going to be. People have been talking about this class since they were 6th and 7th graders. So they're hoping that they can get done in basketball what they were denied by Burwell in football. BDS, as we mentioned, did uh, beat Burwell the next week for the state title. Garland will kick it top of the circle here for Roar. Roar looks inside, and there's just nothing happening there. And they get it out for Techmeyer. Techmeyer near midcourt, dribbles against Adelung. Adelung staying right with him. And the pass deflected left side, and on his backside, Trey Tobenheim comes up with the steal. Great hustle play. And they'll give it off here for Holden. Holden kicks it out. Call for three. Off the iron. No good. Offensive rebound. We got a foul. Holden Eckout up high to pull down that rebound. And, again, that ball doesn't stay in his hands very long at all as he put up the shot. And he'll head to the line for the free throws after being fouled by Sam Christensen. And again, you mentioned it earlier, teams that have state tournament aspirations love to come here because it recreates that environment very nicely. Part of it is just getting it adjusted to the depth perception with the hoops. You know, nobody in, in the state has a, has a gym like this where the hoops are out from, out from the wall, so it does, it does make a bit of a difference getting to play and practice at a place like this at least once. And the free throw is up and good, so both free throws are uh, good here for Holden Eckhout, who now has eight points in the game. There's about four guys that can go off for at least 20 points in this lineup before the Broncos, at least four. And they do it on a fairly regular basis. Driving the baseline is going to be Norder. Norder loses the ball. Coming up with it here is Peyton Call. Call off the little runner, kicks it out, and now the three-pointer here for Eckhout, no good. Rebounded. Here for Hadwager, and Hadwager's pass is going to be off the mark, and that'll be a fairly rare Amherst turnover. For a team that plays at this pace, they don't turn the ball over a lot. 
Yeah, and finally, you said it before, they're an experienced veteran team. They've played together a lot. You can just tell the way they pass the ball, handle the ball, take care of the ball. Uh, and they got a good feel for the game. Jack Meyer will give it off here for uh, Caden Norder. Norder will skip it off on the right wing here for uh, Elsnick. Elsnick with the 15-foot jumper, no good, and rebounded by Holden Eckout. And Holden will give it to Braden. Braden, right side for Adelung. Adelung had a little screen, but uh, is going to direct traffic instead of shooting a somewhat contested three-pointer. But he'll drive, take it off the iron, no good. And rebounded by Bruning Davenport Shickley. BDS trailing it 27 to 14, minute 30 to go. Baseline jumper on the left wing, no good. Adelung pulls down the rebound. And Adelung on the run here, dribbles behind his back. Just kind of a rhythm play for him. And Stuart War will pressure him. They kick left side, and Eckout drains the three. So holding Eckout now with 11 in the game. They try to answer right back, and the three-pointer is going to be good here for Norder. And now here's the three-pointer in transition for Amherst. No shot clock necessary here today. <laughs> no, there is not. No need for that at all. So here on the left wing with the basketball, Roar. Roar picked up nicely by Adelung. They kick it out. Long three-pointer, no good. And we've got a foul on the rebound as Kendall Dixon pulled down the rebound. And I think the foul is going to be here on Amherst Payton Call. And I don't think Call liked the call. No pun intended. Between Call and Hold Neck out, they've done a great job defensively in the paint. There's just not a lot of space in there for those big guys from BDS to operate. Well, there was a ball inside here for Holden Eckout. His outlet pass was uh, surprised Ty Hadwiger there, and then so a turnover, and they throw the ball right back in as BDS, and there's body contact, so Dixon's going to go to the line. I give credit to BDS. They kind of saw a little seam there. They want to attack, but again, this game being played at a pace that they're not overly comfortable with. And the free throw is no good here for Dixon. Yeah, you can tell they're just a lot more deliberate in the half court. A lot of screens, a lot of patience, looking to get the ball inside. But give Amherst credit, they've defended things pretty well. Free throw no good here for Kendall Dixon. And don't forget, coming up, we'll have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up. We'll give you the entire schedule for the day. Had a little early start to this one. The free throw for Dixon is up and good on the second one. So it's now 30-18 to 18 here. 12-point lead for Amherst. And dribbling between the legs, Tobenheim. Tobenheim will hand off here for Adelung. 18 seconds to go here before halftime. Adelung looking up. There's also the clock above the hoop here, which is very handy. Adelung will drive, loses the ball, still was able to pick it up. Able to knife through, lay it off the iron and in. Four seconds left. Ball knocked loose. Coming up with it is BDS and a uh, three-pointer for Norder. Didn't really have a great opportunity to get that shot off as the ball was knocked loose in the backcourt. Norder picked it up and shot a 40-footer, just turn around and blind. It's off the mark. And we head to the locker rooms with the Amherst Broncos. Comfortably ahead here against Bruning Davenport Shickley, 32-18. to We'll take a quick break. When we come back, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, right after this timeout. 
Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Call and Axman can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sale and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Craig Weegis, local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Carney. Here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. We're at halftime of the first game of the day here, the 9 a.m. tip, and I do mean, well, maybe about 8.58, actually. Tip-off between Bruding Davenport, Shickley, and Amherst. BBS is the number two team in Class D1. They're taking on C2's number three team in Amherst at 10.45, also here. On Class Hits 98.9, the second-ranked team in Class D2, Riverside, will be taking on C2's Clearwater Orchard. That will be followed by one of the premier matchups. Might be the, the overall highest-scoring game of the day. Number 9, Gothenburg from Class C1 will be taking on number 2, Winnebago from Class C2. But Winnebago is the defending state champions in uh, Class C1. And uh, David Wingate is worth the price of admission right yeah, there. Out of all the games on the schedule and the teams that, for me personally, I'm anxious to see is, is definitely Winnebago. That was something special last year at the state tournament. So excited to get a chance to take a peek at him up close there today. And that was a great story for Winnebago last Phenomenal. year. Phenomenal. And, and uh, they had a tremendous amount of support, and they were a lot of fun to watch. And they, they share the basketball so well. Excited to see what the 2016 version looks like. 2015's version was pretty fun to watch. I have a feeling they might be even better this year. Well, that's maybe bad news for Class C2. And C2, Class C2 is, is stacked, and we're going to see a lot of those teams here today, which we'll uh, cover here in just a second. At uh, 2.15, we'll, uh, the, uh, the game between Gothenburg and Winnebago, by the way, will be on our sister station on ESPN 1460 and 15.50. That'll begin at 2.30. And then also on ESPN Radio at 2.15, Grand Island Central Catholic and Seward will get together. And then a couple of the top teams in Class C1, for our 4 o'clock matchup, also on ESPN Radio. C1's number two, Columbus Scotus, taking on C1's number three, Adam Central. Adam Central still reeling from the tough uh, loss in the conference finals to uh, Carney Catholic, but a uh, good way to kind of right the ship by taking on the Shamrocks at our 4 o'clock game. And then we'll switch back over to uh, back here to Classic Hits 98-9 for the 545 game, where C2's number one, St. Cecilia, will be taking on Class B's number three, Sydney. That will be followed by the number two team 
in Class C1. Wahoo Newman taking on Class B's number three, Aurora. That'll be at 7.30. And then what is uh, kind of billed as the marquee matchup here, the number one team in Class A here in the state of Nebraska, Omaha South, will be taking on Overland of Aurora, Colorado, the number two team in the state of Colorado. That'll be at 9.15 tip-off. There's a little bit of a gap there, so you can kind of watch these two teams warm up without the officials worrying about whether or not they dunk. And that, that's a lot of fun as well. So there's some great matchups, and uh, we have the top three teams in Class C2. Class C1 is very well represented here as well. And, again, the, the matchup between South and Overland. Uh, there's a lot of athleticism out there. Yeah, looking at today's slate of games, you know, I know this was maybe being billed as one of the one of the best overall lineups, top to bottom of the Heartland Hoops Classic, and I would agree 100% with that. You know, those those afternoon evening games, and that that's going to be a lot of good basketball here today. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. And again, GICC a little bit down, but they'll try to set the stage against uh, Seward, and that's going to be a competitive game. I mean, all these games. Uh, there's teams you want to watch, but I think all these games are going to be very, very competitive. For St. Cecilia to step out and not, you know, there as a C2 team, not just play a C1 team, but play a Class B team and one of the best in the state in Sydney, that's going to be a great challenge here for the Blue Hawks. Yeah, and that, you know, the thing I like about this event, it gives some teams some unique opportunities to play against teams that they might not usually play, whether it's from a different state, whether it's from a different class, and you see that with a couple of the matchups with the St. Cecilia-Sydney game. Then obviously the the Omaha South Overland Colorado game, so just some unique matchups that uh, should make for a good day. Or yeah, there's a pretty good distance between Winnebago and Gothenburg. <laughs> yeah, I, I think mean, you're right. You know, you're going to have a tough time coming together. You're listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll take a look at some of our halftime numbers as Amherst leads leads Bruning Davenport Chickley 32 to 18 at the break, and we're back after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. And welcome back here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report at the Heartland Hoops Classic, the first of eight games today on our network of stations. We're at the break as Amherst leads Bruning Davenport Chickley 32-18. to Let's check the numbers here for BDS. Cale Kleinschmidt had a great start to the game. He's got six points here in the first half and a rebound. Cody Garland has three points. Caden Order with uh, three points. Kendall Dixon with three and a rebound. And Riley Techmeyer, one of the... Premier players here for BDS, relatively quiet, only two points in the first half, and Sam Christensen with one point in the game. Uh, unofficially at BDS, shooting 6 of 18 from the field, shooting 33% as a team. For Amherst, again, with a 14-point lead, and leading the way is going to be Holden out. Holden, at the break, has 11 points here in remission and a rebound. The big brother Braden has uh, 10 points and a rebound. Trevor Edelung with eight and two rebounds. Ty Adwiger had three points as well as Amherst led at the end of one quarter, 17-11. to 11. They lead here at the break. 
32 to 18, and I had them shooting 13 of 22 from the field, so they're shooting about 59%, and they're 4 of 8 from three-point range, so they're shooting 50% from behind the arc, and Amherst is uh, leading here at halftime by a score of 32 to 18. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your yellow pages. We'll be back with the third quarter after this. When we buy something, we all want a great deal. But have you ever thought about a great deal on your home energy bill? A geothermal system from Carrier is a great deal. A geothermal system taps into the earth to capture free, renewable energy. About 45% of your energy bill goes to heating and cooling. You can save up to half in cooling, 70% in heating, and another 30 to 50% in hot water costs. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. Call 308-236-6437 or 995-4481 today. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. And welcome back here to the Heartland Hoops Classic and the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Amherst with a 32-18 to 18 lead. And what do you think these two teams need to do in the second half, Scott? Well, first and foremost for BDS, they got to somehow find a way to slow Amherst in transition. And, and part of that might sound oversimplified, or they got to make shots. I mean, every time they're missing, long rebounds coming off, Amherst is just blitzing them down the floor. And they got to get the ball inside. And you can tell that's a focus point of what they're trying to do offensively. And Amherst is really taking it away defensively and Amherst they just got to do what they do you know they kind of impose their will on on uh, teams they play and they're doing it here to BDS with uh, you know the three-point shot dribble penetration transition offense uh, they've looked pretty good so far that is our seeds of success brought to you by your pioneer seed representative Craig Weges pioneer knows more about seeds with top yielding pioneer brand soybeans get the best refill this year with Craig Weges your pioneer seed dealer science with service delivering success Add along will bring the ball up here for Amherst as they have possession to start the second half, leading at 32-18. to 18. And top of the circle, they'll give it for Adelung. Adelung will look to the left side. He's so patient with the ball, and they can always just clear things out and just let him drive. They enter it to hold an Eck out. Eck out dumps it in the lane. Open for the jumper is going to be Hadwiger, and Hadwiger will score. They share the ball so well, and there's a great example of it. Real good possession to start the half there for Amherst. Techmeyer with the dribble here. He's been relatively quiet, only two points in the game. Gives it right side for Garland. Garland gets it back in the lane here for Techmeyer. Techmeyer, that shot is sh- well short, and the rebound, though, is uh, dribbled out by BDS. No, fire a quick jumper on that left wing after getting the rebound. Christensen's shot wasn't good. Rebounded by Adelung. Adelung's going to lay it off the iron and in, and as he's fouled, he just outran everybody with the basketball. First three minutes of this half are pretty key for BDS here. If it goes from, you know, a 14, 15-point game up to 20 or 25, uh, could be a long road back for them. Good start for Amherst here. They're already up by 18, and Adelong will rattle in the free throw to make it 19. So he makes the and one. So nice job there by, by uh, Adelung with the three-point play. 
Round the perimeter, being patient. Here is Garland. Again, they want to set the tone here, maybe slow it down a little bit. Techmeyer with it. Techmeyer is going to drive, puts his head down, and they're going to call a little uh, foul on the body there for Braden Eckhout. And there was, wasn't a whole lot of contact there. It's always a tricky situation when you got a team down that likes to play more of a slow, continuity-style of offense. Eventually, they're going to have to kind of force the tempo, and that may take them out of their comfort zone a little bit. So BDS down here by 19. And they'll drive left side as BDS. That's a nice little screen on the ball, and Kleinschmidt will lay it off the iron. So here on the dribble is going to be Hadwiger. Hadwiger gives top of the circle for Braden Eckhout. Eckhout kicks left side here for Hadwiger. Hadwiger's long jumper is going to be no good, and Holden will pull down the rebound. Nice job there by uh, Holden Eckhout to keep the possession going. And now Hadwiger will have a jumper on that right side, and Holden Eckhout got involved and tied down with uh, Christensen, and Christensen was fouled by holding Eckhout, and they went to the ground, and I think maybe Eckhout had his arm held by Christensen, and the folks from Amherst think so anyway. I think you might be right there. Uh, good physical box out, good physical play. Both kids kind of getting after it there. So the foul will be on Eckhout, and he's the one that probably suffers from it. Techmeyer on the dribble. He's going to be uh, picked up there nicely by Ty Hadwiger. And again, Techmeyer, one of the big guns here, the 5'11 senior. But he's been relatively quiet in the pass here for BDS. I don't know. who Somebody was supposed to come off of a screen and couldn't get there. It's Cody Garland just throws it away. So around the perimeter we go. Tobenheim has it. Tobenheim enters it inside for Holden out. Holden will step through, and they're going to call a foul before the shot. A little uh, element of revenge there as he forced Sam Christensen into the foul. So that's now his second. So they'll inbound it, set a screen, driving here is Braden Eckhout, and that's a mistake. He gets the ball in a little seam. He's going to lay it off the iron and in. Nice set play there, based on out of bounds, getting a good driving lane there for, uh, for Eckhout. He's now got 12 in the game. And Techmeyer will dribble, give it here left side for Garland. Amherst going almost exclusively man-to-man, and he'll fire a three. Going to be rebounded here by Braden Eckhout. Eckhout very quickly throws it up ahead. As it's caught by Trey Tobenheim. A little roll reversal there as Eckhout hits Tobenheim with the pass. A little roll reversal from football. And uh, about as long as sometimes as those passes are. Another great example of Amherst's uh, offensive transition there. About two or three seconds and they had the ball up to court. And the free throw off the back of the iron here for Tobenheim. Tobenheim at the line. One more free throw here. Missed the first one. We'll see how we do with the uh, second attempt. And that one's also off the iron. Rebound taken out there by Techmeyer. And Techmeyer will let traffic clear. Brings it across the timeline with 4.50 to go. And he'll hand the ball off here for Kleinschmidt. Kleinschmidt left wing for Garland. And uh, again, just kind of an unforced error here for BDS. Yeah, you said it two, two possessions in a row there where it's just unforced turnovers there. Down 19, you can't afford to have those. 
And again, somebody was supposed to come up a little bit higher and get the pass, and they anticipated where they're at. But again, you have to, you, you can't just throw it to a, a, somebody sitting there because Amherst defensively is always moving. If uh, the person catching the pass is, is stationary, it's going to get intercepted. So dribbling here is Adelong. Adelong stopped from the wing, so he'll kick it back out for Braden out. Now directing traffic will be Tobenheim top of the circle. Tobenheim working against a little pressure here by Norder. Dribbles around Norder. Shot's going to be no good in the lane. And the rebound is uh, going to be picked up here by Bruning Davenport-Shickley. So BDS comes up with it. Good look here for Amherst offensively. And dribbling out is going to be Kleinschmidt. Kleinschmidt picked up man-to-man by Adelon. Midway through the third quarter, Kleinschmidt's going to dribble. He's going to take it off the iron. No good. Hadwiger had it and then was fouled. So Ty Hadwiger pulls down the rebound. And then we're going to have a foul here on BDS. BDS has gotten three straight stops defensively, but they haven't converted on the other end yet. They're playing well, rebounding on the defensive end, just not converting that to any points right now. So it is uh, 39 to 20, and Adelung will come out of the ball game. Hold the neck out, will inbound the basketball here to Trey Tobenheim, and Tobenheim will play a point right now. Amherst looking very good, up by 19. Stopping at the elbow here is uh, Braden neck out, and Bregan will stroke it in. Just dribbles to that open area, doesn't he? Does a good job of attacking those gaps. Elevates nicely on his jump shot. He's got a good-looking stroke. Left side, turnaround three-pointer here for Norder. Going to be off the money. Rebounded by Eckout. Eckout going to lead the break. Gives it for Tobenheim. Tobenheim will help kick it out. Here's a three-pointer. Good for holding Eckout. Or Braden Eckout. So now Braden with 17 in the game, and the lead is 44-20. to 20. I thought Amherst would win this game, but I didn't know they'd be up by 24 with three minutes to go in the third quarter. BDS is a little out of their comfort zone. They've taken two quick threes, and Amherst rebounded and converted both those to points on the other end. And Kleinschmidt dribbling into a double team. He's going to take an extra step trying to put up what was going to be a wild shot anyway. And so that'll be a turnover. Natalong got the little breather he needed, so he'll check back into the game. Braden Eckhout now. Time to rest up with his team leading. 44 to 20 with three minutes to go here in the third quarter. Nice little run there by Ambrose with their starting point guard on the bench there, catching a quick uh, breather. Hadwiger's going to drive. That's a tough shot and going to be rebounded by BDS. And they'll get the ball up here for Kleinschmidt. Kleinschmidt, top of the circle, gives right wing, and now they almost have to go quickly. Norder's beginning to drive, and there's going to be a little hand check foul there. That'll be on Holdenek out, his second. Check that. That's his third foul. Takes some getting used to the big scoreboard up there. It is. Trying to find the right numbers. But it's a nice environment here. On the baseline, Leal lean in. That's a tough shot. It's going to be good in the baseline there for Ben Elsnick. Baseline drive here. Wow, off the ball screen. Holden Eck out with the bucket. And Holden now has 13 in the game. Good job of finding the mismatch inside there by Adelong. Kleinschmidt gets it in the lane. Little uh, dribble here for Elsnick. And Elsnick going to be fouled. They need to do that. They need to attack. They have to play at a faster pace now. Bruton Davenport-Shickley does. They're down by 24 with now two minutes to go here in the third quarter. 
Yeah, they're definitely going to have to crank things up offensively, try to get to the rim a little bit, maybe get to the line, score when the clock stopped here. So the third foul of the game here on Trey Tobenheim. And the free throw is up and good here for uh, Elsnick. Tobenheim and Holden Eckow going to check out of the ball game here. Coming in, Peyton Call. And the second free throw is good here for Elsnick. 46-24. Amherst in control here. Holden Eckow thought about the three. He'll just hand the ball off, and now elevating is going to be Hadwiger. Hadwiger, 15-foot jumper, no good. Rebound was tipped out momentarily there for Blake Kreitz, who also checked in a moment ago. BDS comes down with the uh, rebound, and they're going to kick here left side. Three-pointer going to be good in that corner. Good stroke there for Caden Norder. Norder with a nice stroke. And they leave uh, Peyton Call open here. He'll fire a three. That's going to be off the iron. And coming out with it is going to be Kleinschmidt. Kleinschmidt penetrates, kicks out. Again, Elsnick will fire the three. No good, but an offensive rebound. And now a whistle. So Bruning Davenport Shickley, after uh, hitting the uh, offensive glass and getting the bucket, they'll try to finish the three-point play. Good work in underneath there by Kendall Dixon. A nice little run here by BDS, trying to get this thing uh, a little more manageable heading into the fourth quarter. And the foul is going to be on Blake Kreitz, his first of the game. So minute 14 to go here, fourth quarter. And again, Broncos in control, but they don't want to lose that momentum that they've been building. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to give BDS any confidence here. You know, making a little six or eight zero run here to end the quarter, giving them hope hope going into the fourth here. Free throws good, making it a 16-point ball game with a minute 14 to go. So here comes Tobenheim. Tobenheim for Amherst, gives to Adelung on the left side. Adelung can't shoot over the uh, taller Noel Guinness. And now Adelung will direct traffic. They might be clearing things out here because I think they think Adelung can dribble around Guinness. He does, kicks it to the elbow, open his Hadwiger for a 15-foot shot, and it's good. Ty Hadwiger with it. And again, how do you stop that? That's good court spacing there. They just kind of cleared out the side, isolated it. Uh, Trevor Allen on there in the wing, and he found a guy open on the free throw line. Guinness with a drive on that left side. Shot's going to be no good. Off the hands of BDS and out of bounds. And again, what makes that so effective is he can drive all the way to the basket, and if he does get shut off, Amherst will flash somebody right to that elbow, right to the free throw line there, and they'll be open for a 15-foot jumper. Yeah, I've been real impressed with Adelong's decision-making with the basketball. It doesn't force up the shots, shot fakes. Gets a guy in the air, finds the open guy in the perimeter. Randy Bushcutter and somebody that actually knows basketball, Scott Steinbrook. Glad you could join us, Scott. It's a, lot of, a lot of fun. I've been looking forward to doing this for a couple of years. Yeah, we've talked about it now. This has been good. They kick it out here for Eckout. Eckout, top of the circle for Toppenheim. Right side, they get it to Hadwiger. Hadwiger, they're facing man-to-man here for Bruning Davenport Chickley. They like to sag away from the ball, but everybody moves so effectively for Amherst, they can't really do that very well. Now for Hadwiger. Hadwiger, 15-foot jumper, good. He kind of created his own shot there. It's an absolute mirror image of the possession right before. Adelong drives, makes a good decision, finds the open guy for an easy basket. And it ends up being a bucket with about three seconds left, and uh, BDS doesn't do anything with the inbound. So we head to the fourth quarter. Amherst with a 50-30 to 30 lead here. As we head to the fourth quarter, game number one of the Heartland Hoops Classic. We're back to Grand Island after this. 
Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. At Acera Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Acera Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. BDS down by 20, has possession of the ball to start the fourth quarter here. It's 50-30, to 30. Amherst has been in control. They've done a nice job of uh, shutting off here Kleinschmidt. Kleinschmidt will penetrate a little bit, kick it off on the right wing. And again, Techmeyer with only two points in the game. He averages about uh, 15. With it here is going to be Christensen. A little drive here for Techmeyer, and Techmeyer takes matters into his own hands, created his own shot, and is able to hit it in transition there. Not exactly transition, but... It had the same effect, but answered back on that left side is going to be Hadwiger, and Hadwiger strokes it in. That's an awfully quick answer there by Amherst. That's really what they do, and that's a good look. I mean, And that's the third or fourth time BDS has scored and made field goal transition. Amherst comes right back at him and answers quickly. And BDS turns the ball over, but, Karn, but uh, Amherst loses the ball, but coming up with it is going to be Eckout. Eckout left side. Brayton's jumper going to be no good and rebounded by BDS. Up high for it there was Stuart Rohr. And they'll slow it down as Techmeyer brings it across. Stand on the uh, logo on the far side over there. Coming off his man here is uh, going to be Hadwiger to uh, pick up Techmeyer, and Techmeyer shoots over the top of it. Riley Techmeyer just f- frustrated not being involved offensively. He's taking it into his own hands here as he's been very aggressive with the ball last two possessions. A couple of nice baskets there by Techmeyer. Holden Eckhout's going to drive, spins it in. Great spin on the ball. To roll that one in and hold the neck out now has 15 in the game. I thought that's not a good shot right up to the moment until he spun it in. Techmeyer backing in. He'll kick the ball out here for Christensen. Christensen throws it in the corner. Three-pointer for Garland too strong. And coming up with the rebound is going to be Hadwiger. So they'll give it up for Adelung and Adelung attacks the basket before everybody gets set. And now he's got 13 after rolling that one in. 57 to 34. 23-point lead here for Amherst. They give it for Techmeyer. Techmeyer drives, floats in the lane, back of the iron, no good. Another rebound by Adelon. Quick outlet pass. Losing the ball is Braden Eckhout. Eckhout trying to get the ball back. It rolls around, and that will be an Amherst turnover. Good work down low. I think that was Rohr that came up with the uh, ball. And they'll give it for Kleinschmidt here. Kleinschmidt working against Adelung. Kleinschmidt dribbles behind his back, has his pocket picked there by Adelung. Loose ball up ahead here for Adelung. Gives it to Eckhout. Eckhout's going to lay it off the iron and now has a chance for a three-point play. Great pass, great decision there by Adelung. Two-on-one break through the defense. Kicked it under Eckhout for the end one. 
So 59-34, it appears that Amherst is going to uh, pick up their 22nd win of the year. You mentioned it earlier, the balanced scoring attack of Amherst. They probably have three or four guys now, 15 points or higher. Well, Eckhout uh, with the uh, chance to get up to 20 points here. He's, he'll have 20 here in a second. 15 for Holden and 13 for uh, Adelon. By the way, was I right about the free throw or was I right? 60-34. He's a good free throw shooter. He is. Good-looking shot. Techmeyer in the offensive end. Five to go here, fourth quarter. And Techmeyer is going to back up, try a tough three. It's tipped right back out to Techmeyer. Techmeyer now on the attack. This time he misses a two as it comes up short, and Adelong comes up with a rebound. And Adelong from behind going to be fouled. Kind of a foul with the feet there on Ben Elsnick. Yeah, kind of got tripped up there. Had to call it as an official, though, because he lost the ball possession, didn't want to give the kid a turnover for that. A lot of those times, if they don't turn the ball over, would have rolled out to a Bronco player, you probably don't call the foul. Exactly right, yep. Good officiating there. So the inbound here is going to be Eckhout. As the uh, foul for BDS was on Elsnick, hit just his first. That's now six as a team on BDS, make it seven. So now we're going to have free throws as they enter the ball to Tobenheim. And Tobenheim pushed on the back, and he'll have a one and one. That's the first on Riley Techmeyer, but as seven as a team, as we said. So Tobenheim at the line, front end of the one and one. It's good. And that will send him to the line for the second shot here. Reminder for you, all of our games do stream live on the Internet. Brought to you by the University of Nebraska. Carney, we are difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit. So Tobenheim makes both free throws, both ends of the one and one. And he now, those are his first two points. He's contributed in a lot of different ways, though. Techmeyer on the dribble here for BDS, trailing at 62-34. to 34. And pivoting underneath is going to be Elsnick. Elsnick, that's a tough shot as he gets that one to roll in. That was not easy for Elsnick. So now holding the ball on his hip is going to be Adelong. Adelong will dribble to the uh, baseline. They kick it right back out here for Hadwiger, and Hadwiger will uh, hit nothing but net. Unfortunately, he didn't go through the net at the time. Didn't Amber, go through it. You know, Amherst seems like a team that's awfully tough to come back on. Once they have you down, they're pretty relentless, and they all handle the ball. They all shoot free throws fairly well. So uh, BDS has an awfully tall task here. Again, that C2 tournament might be the tournament of the batch, providing the ones that we think are going to get there get down there and knocking the ball loose from Kleinschmidt as Adelong, and then they get back on it. It's going to be a hell ball, and it goes over here to Amherst. So that'll be another BDS turnover. The second or third time Adelong has done that, just kind of got a deflection that led to a steal right out there up top from the BDS point guard. So Amherst leading the uh, rebounding battle, and then they've now forced 13 turnovers by BDS, and a lot of those have turned into layups on the other end of the court. Yeah, when you turn the ball over against a team like Amherst, they're pretty good at converting on the other end. Eckhout had it uh, from the elbow and coming uh, there a little give and go, trying to get it to Tobenheim, and Tobenheim on the way, the basket's going to be fouled. So he'll go line as Techmeyer picks up his second foul. So Eckhout with a couple more free throws. And Amherst in the game, six out of eight from the free throw line. They lead it 62 to 36. And the free throw hits the back of the iron and then rolls around. Don't give up on a shot. 
for Birch Land, these players for Amherst because they have great touch. I tell you what, that was an awfully friendly roll there. These are fairly loose rims, and they have to make them loose for the dunking exhibition we're going to have here before our final game at 9:15 between uh, o Omaha South and Overland. I'm hoping to see a dunking dunking exhibition by Winnebago here in a couple hours. Uh, well, that Wingate kid can get up there pretty quick. Both free throws are good here for Eckhout. Now has 17 in the game. Actually, I put it on the wrong one here. Tobenheim had those two free throws. He made both of them, and he has four. If there's many night, he does have the 17. Here's a three-pointer in transition for BDS. No good. Hold the neck out. Up has it up ahead here. Spins. We'll give the ball off the call, and they're going to call a block on Norder down low. Kind of a late whistle, too. Yeah, you know, it kind of is a little bit like that possession we had just a few minutes ago. It's one of those where you could maybe let go, but with the ball being deflected and lost there, you gotta you got to call the foul. They're going to wipe up a little perspiration here, and to the uh, free throw line is going to be holding Eck out. He'll have a one-and-one one as he passed the ball off. And again, at that ball, he spun, and there was a block there. He dished it out, and... Uh, had Hadwiger been able to hold on to the ball a little bit better, we, like you say, we probably wouldn't be shooting free throws right now. So holding with the front end of the one-and-one, one, in and out no good. The old radio guy jinx, you talk about how well they're shooting free throws. That's the next thing that happens. In transition, three-pointer in the corner here for Dixon. That's going to be no good. Rebound taken out here by the Broncos. As Braden... Kicks it back around to Hadwiger. They move the ball quickly around the perimeter. Now with it is Tobenheim. Tobenheim enters it for Holden Eckout. And Holden will go back to the line here as he was pushed in the back as he made the catch with 3.09 to go here, fourth quarter. And it's 64 to 36. And fortunately, as hard as these two teams have played, nobody's got banged up in, out there. Nobody's been hurt. And that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back in the game of life with two locations at Kearney. And those are the injury reports we like. That is no injuries. That is now, uh, is that 10 fouls? Yes, it is. So two free throws. That's the reason why I hold the neck out. Still at the line after missing the first of now two. Maybe a little bit of frustration setting in for BDS. Last three or four possessions. Fouled, put Amherst on the line. I don't think they're intentionally trying to foul, but just maybe some fatigue and, and uh, Amherst aggressiveness and athleticism kind of taking a toll. And the rebound is tipped out here for Tobenheim. So Tobenheim will set up uh, shop. And a jumper on the left side, up and good. So Holden strokes in the three. Tough to guard when you got that many guys that can handle the ball and that many guys that can shoot the three out there. And they put up a wild shot. And then a fortunate bounce as it goes right into Kale Kleinschmidt as Kleinschmidt will make the uh, putback. And that was just a wild shot. And how it ended up going to BDS is kind of a, a huge break for the Eagles. They lose the ball here, but Holden Eckhout comes up with it. He'll kick right side here for Peyton Call. Call fires a three. Going to be no good. And rebound taken out by Kleinschmidt. He'll bring it in the offensive end himself. He'll break down and lose the basketball as Trey Tobenheim was right there with him. They roll it out the right side. Three-pointer here for uh, BDS. No good. Holden Eckhout on the run, and Holden Eckhout's going to be called for the charge here. Again, you attack. From time to time, that's going to happen, and that's now four fouls on Holden. Yeah, you know, as a coach, you can live with some of those 
aggressive mistakes there. Good job by the kid from BDS, stepping in and taking a charge there, but you can't fault the effort there by Amber, still pushing the ball in transition, even with just a couple minutes left here. I think it was Elznick, the six-foot-tall senior, who stepped in there and made the nice defensive play. we got two minutes to go here. Amherst in control, 67-38 here in the fourth quarter. On the uh, right wing, BDS has the basketball. They'll kick the ball top of the circle here, giving it for Holden Stengel. And Amherst is going to dump their bench here in just a little bit. They play a fairly deep bench. And now on the baseline, Stengel. Stengel took an extra step, but now be a BDS turnover. Now allow the Broncos to send into the game Dakota Abbott and uh, Colin Jackson. And again, Broncos go pretty deep. You know, Adelong, Eckhout, Tobenheim, uh, Eckhout, Hadwiger, uh, Peyton Call, they're all pretty much considered starters. Blake Kreitz plays quite a bit. Yeah, they played a solid nine guys for the majority of this game. They were rotating in a pretty solid nine-man rotation, which that's pretty good depth to have. Killen gives it to Riley Thompson. Now top of the circle. Killen's got it. Killen's going to fire a three. Off the money, no good. And uh, rebound here for BDS. Coming up with the rebound is Cale Smith, who checked in for them. They enter it down low, throw it through the baseline, and it's going to be picked up near midcourt here by Brett Holzen. Holzen on the dribble, gives here left side, and then just holding on to the basketball. It's going to be BDS. They get it on that left side, put up a shot, no good. But we're going to have a foul here on the Broncos. So to the line for a couple is going to be Holden Stengel. The foul is on Abbott. Good opportunity here. Both benches emptied. Good chance for some young kids to get out and see some action in a nice environment like this. And again, the big open gymnasium, it just has an entirely different feel to it. The uh, free throw is up and good here for Holden Stengel. So he makes the first one. And the second one is also good. So he's got his first two points of the game. Makes it now 67-40. to 40. Amherst leading BDS comfortably. On the dribble here is going to be killing. They'll help kick it now right side. Here's Jackson, and Jackson will hit a three. Colin Jackson. Among a myriad of Broncos who can stroke in a three-pointer. Final minute. And a quick little runner here for BDS. The shot is up and no good. Thompson on the foul. i got to find this guy's name because he's not in the book. A <laughs> radio broadcaster's nightmare. The emptying of the benches. Well, especially since BDS... Out a complaint here. Doesn't put their roster online like most schools do. And they're not in the one that was handed to me just a moment ago. So I don't know who's at the free throw line. you earn that paycheck today. Yeah. <laughs> free throw. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I get paid weekly. Very, very weekly. Free throw is no good. And Blake Kreitz comes down with the rebound. So it's uh, 70 to 40. And with it here is... Uh, Evan Palmer, 32 seconds left. They work around the perimeter, giving it to Grant Bergstrom. Handoff now for Pearson. As Chase Pearson gives it away now to Blake Kreitz, top of the circle. Kreitz was open for three. They'll give it off here for Evan Palmer. Palmer tries the three-pointer. It's no good. And rebounded by Holden Stengel. 16 seconds left. On the dribble here is going to be Holzen. Good performance here for Amherst. We're in the final eight seconds of it. And a backdoor cut. little ball fake here for Stengel, and uh, 
Stengel can't get the shot to fall. It's going to be rebounded here by the Broncos, Grant Bergstrom, and he'll just dribble it out, and we have a final. It's Amherst with a 70-40 to 40 win over brooding Davenport Chickley, a game I thought might be fairly close. Again, I thought Amherst would win it, but they were in control since the early stages of the game and win it 70-40 to 40 here at the Heartland Hoops Classic. Yeah, BDS, you know, had that early lead about halfway through the first quarter, and then Amherst looked like they got comfortable, got into the flow offensively, got some stops defensively, and and then uh, went downhill from there for BDS. But give Amherst a lot of credit. They're a good basketball team, a lot of athletes, a lot of good players. Yeah, I've seen them three or four times. You were kind of asking me about them before the game, and uh, I told you you were going to enjoy it. And certainly the fans from Amherst did as well. The Broncos win it 70-40. to 40. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. We'll have the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show coming up right after this. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belchner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Call and Axman can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sale and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. And welcome back here to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Randy Bushker, Scott Steinbrook here with uh, good to have Scott along for a little expert analysis, as well as our engineer Caleb Ekstrom back in the, uh, in the uh, studio here. And... Um, for Caleb Henry, rather, uh, Amherst with a 70-40 uh, win over Bruni Davenport Shickley. And, Scott, you were telling me that Amherst, they're going to be a very tough matchup if and when. And, again, with wild card points, they're, leading, they're one of the leading schools there. They're most assuredly probably going to make it down to Lincoln. They're going to be a tough matchup for whoever they play against. Yeah, you know, for, uh, you know, again, it's my first time seeing Amherst play. I, you know, I know a little bit about them just reading things in the, in the local newspaper, but, they have a lot of guys that can shoot it. So we were just talking about how, you know, BDS really didn't go down the zone defense route. They stuck with man. But yet Amherst is so athletic, both on the perimeter and the paint. 
Um, you know, you're just, just they're a tough team to defend, and, and they're big and physical on the defensive side of things as well. So their style of play, you know, whoever they face in the postseason is going to have to be able to, to get up and down the court and, and really have a good good group of athletes to kind of stop what they like to do. And as you say, how do you man them? I mean, how do you, how do you zone them? Because you go zone against Amherst, you know, how do you beat a zone? You shoot over the top of it. My goodness, there's a lot of guys that can shoot over the top of it for the Broncos. Yeah, you know, they had, you know, most times they have at least three or four guys out there that look pretty comfortable shooting the basketball. And then, you know, their point guard play, I was really impressed with the Adelon kid. You know, he makes really good decisions and, you know, drives and dishes. You know, so they're, they're a team that can really attack you off the dribble, which in this day and age, that's kind of the, kind of the way the game has gone. And, and defending dribble penetration is absolutely one of the hardest things to do in the game of basketball. We're about 35 minutes away for the tip-off of our second game, uh, Class D2's number 2 Riverside taking on C2's Clearwater Orchard. That's coming up at around 10.45 is uh, the scheduled tip. And uh, we'll be um, obviously back with coverage of that game. We'll still give you some halftime numbers. We're totaling those up for you here from the Heartland Hoops Classic. Once again, Amherst with a 70-40 to 40 win over BDS. We'll take a quick break. We'll continue with more of the New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery postgame show after this. If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Craig Weegis, local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Great feeling and solid hitting start with the right stuff from TM Sporting Goods. Choose from brands like Louisville Slugger, Rip It, Mizuno, and Wilson. All the summer sports are made better with the right apparel and equipment from TM Sporting Goods. Save! Then roll in the expertise provided by Steve Varanall and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods on the Bricks Downtown Connie, a division of Protein Design. Every sport done right. Young people are the future of agriculture. The Aurora Cooperative is helping to secure that future by offering scholarships to students enrolling in ag-related college majors for the 2016-2017 school year. Graduating seniors as well as current college students qualify. A total of 10 $500 scholarships and five $1,000 scholarships will be awarded. You can find more information and the application at auroracoop.com or inquire with your guidance counselor. Deadline for application is March 11th. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. And welcome back here to the New West Sports Minnesota Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Amherst remains undefeated. They're now 22-0 on the year. Next action for them will be Friday night as they'll host Wilcox Hildreth and wrap up their regular season against the Falcons and then uh, moving on to postseason play. Coming up here, our next game will be Riverside and Clearwater Orchard right here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. Let's check the numbers here for BDS. 70-40 is the final. And for BDS, they were led by Cale Kleinschmidt with 10 points, a couple of rebounds. Riley Techmeyer had six points. Ben Elsnick also with six points and a rebound. Caden Order with six points. Kendall Dixon with six points, a couple of rebounds. And Cody Garland with three points. Holden Stengel with two. And Sam Christensen finished with one point here in the ballgame. For the Amherst Broncos, we mentioned it before, they share the ball very, very well. They were led by the two Eckouts again this year. Uh, Brayden Eckout with 20. He had five rebounds. Holden Eckout with 18 points, a couple of rebounds. Trevor Adelong 
with 13 points, four rebounds. Ty Hadwiger had a dozen. He had two points, uh, two rebounds as well. Trey Tommenheim, four points. Colin Jackson stroked in a three-pointer. He finished with three in the game. Amherst led 32 to 18 at intermission, and they win it here, 70 to 40, here at the Heartland Hoops Classic. And uh, we're going to take one last break here. We'll be wrapping up our new tech, our uh, New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery postgame show right after this. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the Dent Popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. And custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the Dent Popper. North of the Railroad, First Avenue, on the Bricks, downtown Connie. Welcome back here to the Heartland Hoops Classic. Our final, it was uh, Amherst 70, Brooding Davenport, uh, Shickley 40. Uh, Randy Bushcutter and uh, my color analyst tonight, uh, this morning, old habit saying tonight, Scott Steinbrook. And Scott, what was kind of your favorite moment of the game here? Well, I, I think about halfway through the first quarter, you know, BDS was hanging in there. They were up maybe two or three points. And then Amherst just got comfortable. You know, they got, they got a couple steals. They got a couple buckets. They got the press set. They got out in transition. And then the flow of the game just changed from that kind of slower tempo. BDS was wanting to that up-and-down frenetic pace. And once Amherst got that tempo, they just took off from there. Yeah, and they took control of the game. That special moment of the game brought to you by the special people at Care Hospice. Caring for the moments that matter locations in Kearney, Grand Island, New York. Serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. We're going to step away for about 20 minutes. Uh, play a little music for you here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. And then we'll have our second game of the day. Class D2's number two, Riverside. Taking on Clearwater Orchard. Coming up for a scheduled tip at around 1045 here from the Heartland Hoops Classic. And then don't forget we'll have games for you in the afternoon beginning at 1230 on ESPN Radio. And then we'll be back here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM at 545 for the St. Cecilia Sydney game. We'll have the last three games for you. And later this afternoon from Cambridge, the D2 Wrestling Districts, as Doug Duda will have the call for you at around 2 o'clock from, uh, from uh, Cambridge. Right here on Classic Hits 98.9. Amherst 70, Bruning Davenport Shickley is our final. I'm Randy Bushcutter for Scott Steinbrook. I had to do it again. And our uh, engineer back in the studio, Caleb Echo. Caleb Henry. I'll just shut up now. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy the rest of the day here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. 
proceeding has been a KKPR sports production brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.